Welcome to the Elise Morgan Experience, the podcast where transformation meets sass, where personal development gets a New York attitude, and we're aware and not afraid to tackle those controversial topics head on. I'm your host, Elise Morgan, a life coach, author, and transformational speaker on a mission to help you live a life you absolutely love. Whether you're going through a challenge or chasing dreams, we are going to unlock the secrets of the law of attraction, conquer your self-doubt, master your mind, and navigate life's curveballs with a smile. And it's not just about me talking at you. It's about us together exploring the incredible power that lies within you. So get ready to embark on an exciting journey to create a life you love with me, leading the way with my unapologetic authenticity, straight talk, humor, and love. Buckle up and hit subscribe because this isn't just a podcast. It's an invitation to a life-changing experience. Let's make some magic happen. Hello, world. Welcome to the Elise Morgan Experience. I'm your host, Elise Morgan, and this is episode eight, Losing My Identity. Well, it's been quite a bit, well, a week. I skipped last week's recording since I was having a COVID party in my bed for four days. Oh, it was fucking wonderful. Down for the count, sleeping literally almost all day, high fever, sore throat, congested. But the body aches and fatigue was the worst. But hey, better than the first time I got it. Even though back then all I had was body aches, fever, and fatigue. That was like two to three weeks of that shit, hardcore. And it was in the beginning when everyone was in a panic about it. You know, the beginning of COVID. Um, I was not one of those people, however. I did at one time feel like, please, just let me go. Let me go into the afterlife. (laughs) Okay, I'm not making fun of anyone that lost a loved one to COVID, so just chill out. I'm just saying what I felt like. Anyway, I'm glad to be back in the swing of life. I wasn't going to do this topic as the episode. It was going to be another topic when I originally sat down to think about this and record, but over the weekend, I made a reel on my social media about losing my identity, and I wanted to speak about this in more depth than a 90-second reel on social media, especially since so many people related to it. So losing my identity in regards to the real and a big part of what I feel like is not having the body I once had. And even though reality, this is only temporary, on some days it feels like it's not. So let me backtrack a bit here. For those of you who do not know, I am a former IFBB professional figure athlete, personal trainer, and fitness model. So yeah, I had a great body. (laughs) I really had a great body. And it's funny, when I did have that almost perfect body, I don't think I ever said that out loud, that I had a great body, or really even acknowledged it. I never owned it fully. I was too busy feeling less than and always comparing myself to others. But that part is a whole other episode that will definitely be recorded that will help a lot of you out there. You know, I always strive to help others with what I went through and what I learned in my life so that you do not have to suffer. But anyway, back to losing my identity. When I went within to explore this feeling, I asked myself, did I ever have an identity? To be honest, I don't think I ever got to know myself much. 
I was kind of told who to be and how to act. I felt small and unheard. I felt like I was my father's daughter, my husband's wife, my kid's mom. And then the social media reel suggested I was my body. I'm going to go into more in depth about losing my identity with the body thing for the sake of this episode and perhaps go on and do other episodes about losing my identity in regards to other aspects of myself. But for this episode, we'll go into the body thing. So as a young girl, I was pretty heavy and I got made fun of a lot. You know, I mean, my family mostly did the making fun of. They did it lovingly, but they still did it. I did not get made fun of much in school. I got made fun of a little bit for my weight, but not much in school. And I had the same friends since kindergarten, you know, in that time frame through elementary school. I'll never never forget one of my childhood friends, Mona, slept over and I was upset and I told her why. I think we were about 10 years old. I had just said, I'm upset because I'm fat. And her reply was, you're not fat, you're husky. (laughs) She probably doesn't remember even saying that. I'll have to ask her. She was trying to be kind, which was very nice. But I did have to shop in the boys' husky section. Yes, that was the name of of a section in a department store, I swear to you. The boys' husky section to buy my Levi's. And I do remember my waist being bigger than the length. Can you imagine? Like, my waist was longer than my legs. (laughs) But I had a lot of friends and definitely like I was liked for who I was as a person at the time. And I'm not sure what my friends would say, you know, that grew up with me, but I think I always had a great sense of humor, a good heart, and an insane sense of loyalty. I I think I possess those very qualities today. And that loyalty thing, hmm, in the past, sometimes I had that to a fault. And even now I find it to a fault like sometimes with goals, you know, setting goals, it gets my loyalty to the goal gets in the way of seeing that, that, you know, it may turn out that that is not right for me, or maybe the way I'm going about it. And to fail fast. And failing fast means that you realize that you're not going in the right direction and maybe pivot. And I think unconsciously, I think I'm not being loyal to the goal. If let's say I bounce, decide that it's not a good good idea to continue. Does that make sense? Okay, off course here a little bit per usual me, but let's steer it back. (laughs) So fast forward to the summer of seventh grade. I literally grew like six inches and went on a diet. I'm gonna date myself here, but it was called the Scarsdale diet. And I lost like, I think 30 pounds, something like that, 20 or 30 pounds. So at that time, I got a lot of attention now when I used to get hardly any, I was congratulated and felt like now people like me, people, they see me. And I think that is where this whole body thing began. Besides all the outside world that is obsessed with body image, you know, you know, media out there, you know, advertising, all that kind of stuff. And my upbringing of, you know, my mom always being on a diet and my dad too, because he had diabetes. It was a learned thing, but also an experienced thing. You know, with me being overweight and then losing the weight, I experienced it in real life 
how you get like more attention. Um, I just had a memory. I remember once being at a party as an, as an older adult, and I think my mom was showing my modeling pictures around to everyone there. And she says out loud so that all could hear. And of course I heard it loud and clear, clear. You were so fat and ugly when you were little. Wow. So talk about getting attention from my body at that time. So, you know, when I was little, is that what you thought about me? My own mom? You know, my, my younger son was a heavy kid, and I would never think of that of him. To me, he was adorable. I always thought he was the cutest thing, no matter what. So anyway, I just had that, you know, memory, and we're not going to go down that road right this second. But I just, you know, want to talk about body image and how people, you know, put people on pedestals for their body sometimes. Anyway, I was always athletic and good at sports, even before I lost all the weight. But once I did, I found a newfound love of bodybuilding. I loved how all the girls looked back then on the magazine covers. Corey Everson, Tanya Knight, Gladys Portuguese, to name a few. All athletic, toned, but still sexy, feminine, and pretty. And that's what I wanted to look like. It helped that I had two older brothers who went to the gym a lot back then, and my one brother actually bought me a weight bench and weights so I could work out in our basement since I was too young to join a gym. Back before I ever knew about personal development, the law of attraction or vision boards, boards, I remember putting a cutout picture of my face on Corey Everson, who was Miss Olympia at the time. I put it on her body and kept that picture in my wallet. Back then, we kept actual pictures in our wallets. <laughs> so different than now, right? I, I have like 30,000 pictures on my phone right now. It's actually insane. <laughs> anyway, fast forward past many obstacles that are also for another episode because my nickname I gave myself is the Comeback Kid. I did go on to look like those girls and make it kind of a career. So fast forward to now, menopause, yay me. The last few years, almost five to be exact, I've been kind of going through this menopause dance. So yeah, to be honest, I never thought this would happen to me in this way. First of all, I'm always cold. So how the hell can I get hot flashes? And I have extensive knowledge on exercise and nutrition, so I'm not going to get that menopause, menopause middle, right? So I thought. It is the worst feeling because you just don't have control over what you once had control over. I started to get hot flashes first, which were insane. Just out of nowhere, sweat would just start pouring down my face and body, crazy shit. Like my body, my, my face mostly, but my body, like you know, in the middle of your boobs would get soaking wet, your shirt would get wet. You know, it's just humiliating sometimes and frustrating. And of course, uncomfortable. And then, you know, after all that hot, of course, a minute or two later, I'm back to being freezing. But also the weight gain. However, I want to state out loud here for the world to hear that a lot of what I'm going through with weight or what I was going through with weight was also self-inflicted. I take full responsibility for a lot of it. I kind of threw in the towel over the years since I felt like nothing I was doing was helping, but by throwing in the towel and overindulging and drinking a lot of wine, I blew up to 185 pounds. I also haven't had a slew of 
you know, injuries, which stopped me from working out as much as I had been used to. You know, I, I have since lost that weight now, but back to square one of menopause. Here I am with my body fat higher, no muscle tone or, you know, less muscle tone, no matter how much I work out, uh, no waste, hormones all over the place. So, you know, I, I chose to work with HRT doctors along this menopause journey, and that isn't for everyone, but even they are having some issues trying to figure me out. You know, it's just frustrating, but I'm confident someone will eventually. Okay, as for me telling my long stories, they are always for a reason. So here we go. I declare I am more than my body. You are more than your body. Who am I inside this physical body? Who do I want to show up as in life? What kind of person? Who do I want to be? Who am I? Who is Elise Morgan? I've asked myself if I stayed looking like this, Am I not supposed to be me and enjoying my life? Am I not supposed to enjoy, let's say, the sound of birds or the sight of my kids because I don't like the way I look? Why don't I like the way I look? Why am I my worst client? Why can't I love myself now and do the things to propel to a healthy body that is fit? Why do I do things that, why did I do things that kept me from looking the way I'd like, which in essence is being healthy and fit? I know for me, the more I body shamed myself and just shamed myself in general for allowing myself to get like this, the shittier I felt, then the shittier steps I took, you know, I, to, you know, to during shitty, you know, the, I lost my train of thought. The shittier steps I took was like beating myself up with bad habits, which is the very thing that creates the unhealthy look and feeling that I don't like. I was ashamed of myself because now I, you know, I know better. I know better than to, you know, do these things. It was like I was having a temper tantrum, if you will. If my body won't respond anyway to what used to work, I might as well live on pizza, wine, and dessert, which was friggin' delicious. You know, and I also came in really handy when I was in Italy. It was Italy is like my favorite place. I did not have my, you know, my normal food restrictions that I usually impose on myself, which is a whole other episode of eating disorders that we can that I can speak about. So many subjects to talk about, right? I've been through it all to help you all, so don't worry. So here is where I am in this self discovery. I am working on the thoughts and feelings of. I love my body as is. I love myself as is. I don't focus on what I don't like. And I work on the habits I can do and maintain to me, you know, to get me to my goal. I am grateful for where I was and where I am now. Each day that passes that I don't enjoy, no matter what I look like, is gone forever. So why waste it? So I truly am at peace with where I am physically at the moment. And I am taking the necessary step, steps to attain healthy goals best I can each day, some days better than others. Now, just like everything nowadays in, society, in our society, in my opinion, body image and self-love have gotten out of hand. In my opinion, being extremely overweight, which, mind you, is very unhealthy, has become the norm and accepted and actually pushed on us, pushed down our throats, visually in ads, on, on, you know, on TV and media everywhere. 
people on social media screaming that it's unfair that they can't fit into an airplane airplane seats like it's some sort of attack on them is lunacy to me yes we should all be treated with kindness no matter what size we allowed ourselves to get to and yes i said aloud since the majority of people 50 to 100 pounds overweight do not have a condition that caused that nor are there ailments that do cause that they get health conditions from being like that. But that's again, another episode on accountability. And that one is coming and that one is a doozy. Accountability, that's a big one. You know, we all don't have to be a fitness athlete, but we, but we to honor ourselves and our fellow humans need to have the responsibility to keep ourselves in shape and healthy. The powers that be do not want you that way, again, my opinion, but it's a responsibility to treat yourself and your body well so that you can be an independent, healthy member of society. But of course, no matter matter what, love yourself where you are and strive to be your personal best. Sadly, it seems, at least here in the USA, most are lazy and overweight and blame others for things, you know, blame others or things for this. Wow, I went on a little bit of a roller coaster here, huh? So who am I? Elise Morgan is a human just like you. Well, basically a spiritual being having a human experience just like you, who has been through a lot of shit, but created a way to overcome it all and elevate myself mentally, physically, and spiritually. I am a powerful, beautiful, caring, kind person who has the sun, the moon, the stars, and the sea within me. And I am here now to help you love your fucking life. If you want to connect on social media or contact me, the info is in the show details. And come join me in my free private Facebook group, say that three times fast, also called the Elise Morgan Experience, where I do lives and free workshops, you know, periodically. So until next time, I wish you much love and light.